What's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Greg Squatak here with you. And on this week's episode, we'll talk to Thomas Johnson baseball coach Billy Gross. Uh, stepping down after nine seasons on the job, uh, Patriots bowed out of the state semifinals, their, their customary position on uh, Tuesday night with a 6-2 loss to uh, Chesapeake. Uh, so we'll talk to Coach Gross about their season and, and his long career as um, the TJ baseball coach and his next step, which will be as an administrator at TJ High School. So uh, very much looking forward to chatting with Coach Gross in a few minutes about about all of that and, and, and having him back on the podcast. But first, uh, uh, we'll do our customary opening segment, uh, running down uh, the uh, state playoff scene for Frederick County teams. Uh, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon are here with me. And uh, Alexander, you were at that TJ uh, Chesapeake baseball game. Um, uh, what what what'd you see? TJ sort of surprised everyone, I think, by getting out of the region. <laughs> Yeah, um, TJ was definitely out of that region. I think I and a lot of people just with their pitching had Tuscarora advancing, but I was at the TJ Tuscarora game and it was a low scoring three to two game that got them out of the region and, in, and into states. They, uh, they, they held on for dear life in the seven Tuscarora loaded the bases with no outs and got the tying run to third with one out. So it, it, it was a bit of a balancing act, but kind of like most most of TJ's games this year, it's just kind of quietly getting the job done. Um, now, on Tuesday against Chesapeake, uh, they they were very much done in by two-out errors. I, I believe they had three two-out errors that led to five runs, and I mean, that's, that's obviously, especially in a state playoff game, it's not going to cut it, and, and, they, and they knew that, so... Um, you know, just kind of a mistake, mistake-filled game. But I mean, consider you know, considering they kind of flew under the radar for most of the season, is a very, you know, pretty good spot to end up in the state semis. It, it's funny because our under the radar team was Tuscarora all season long. Right. No, no, no one was talking about them and and, and their great pitchers. Uh, TJ always does this. Uh, they had a five and fifteen year uh, not that long ago, and and then they were in the state semifinals <laughs> before it ended. So this is what they do, um, and it's amazing in the year of pitching. TJ doesn't have that stud D one pitcher yet. They're they're the last baseball team standing. So this so this is, so I found that to be interesting. But perhaps uh, we buried the lead here, John, because the Ligonier softball team is in is in the state final. Uh, they had a big win over uh, the top seed, uh, Damascus, on uh, Wednesday uh, at Bachman Sports Complex uh, near Glen Burnie. And, uh, are you surprised that Ligonor is still standing? Uh, only because they got past Damascus. I mean, if you look at them on paper, Damascus was unbeaten. Not just unbeaten. Uh, they had outscored opponents like, I don't know, something like 260 to 19 during the season. And then teach, excuse me, Ligonor comes in there and they shut them out um, four to nothing which was uh, very impressive both ways around. Um, Cameron Mackay uh, pitched a really nice game. Only one strikeout, but she puts the ball in a good position where they, she gets ground balls, and they had a really excellent defense, and, and Damascus could never get anything working offensively. And Damascus is pitching. Uh, you know, Lingenor got timely hits when they needed to. Some scratch hits but they and some aggressive base running, and they're, they're still standing. And they've shut out everybody in the postseason, so they've really caught fire as the playoffs have come along. I mean, they beat TJ 10 to nothing, and that's a – in the playoffs in the regional final and that's a tj team that have beaten them by 10 runs in the regular season so they're they're they've got momentum and they they they're going into the final now against chopped so 
Hey, who knows? Yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before, but uh, uh, Cameron McKay, she's she's reserved. She's mm-hmm. she's quiet. She doesn't have overpowering stuff, but no. but man, is she, she effective and yeah. and 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 does she know how to get out? Sure, sure. And her catcher helps her out. Delaney Ridgel, she calls pitches, and she's you know, she's been catching for four years, and she's a big part uh, of uh, you know helps out Cameron a lot, and Kelly Durbin, the other pitcher, the lefty as well. Um, so she she plays a part in those, those pitching performances, but not to take anything away from the pitchers. Yeah, so, so so they're in the state final. This is their first state final appearance since. Uh, do you know off the top Ooh, of your head? Um, I'm gonna say around the mid two, like two fourteen, somewhere in that range, fourteen fifteen. Okay. In that range. Yeah, and, and they're gonna play Chopticon. Do you have, do you have much of a feel for Chopticon? Have you, have you not heard yet. anything about them? Okay. <laughs> I will. Though. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Alexander uh, will too. No, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Alexander's um, going to be at the game. So. Um. Uh, uh, anything take you by surprise these past couple of weeks, guys? Or um, maybe not by surprise, but uh, Frederick County had five uh, lacrosse teams, boys and girls, make the semifinals, and they went over five, which was a bit of which was which is a bit of an unfortunate dud. You would have thought at least one of those maybe would have got by. Um, and, and you maybe covered the cra- craziest game y- with the, with uh, Ligonor, Ligonor and, and Severna Park girls on Friday night, which. Kind of surprised, which surprised me, first of all. Not, again, I mean, this was Lingnor's first appearance in States, but they had been a good team all season. Of course, then you've got Severna Park, 14-time state champion and basically the mo- like model lacrosse school, public high school probably, I'd say, in the state of Maryland, both boys and girls. And Lingenor, the game was basically within two the entire time. There's a couple. There was like one or two points in the second half where – um, Severna Park went up by three, but then the second time that happened, Lingonor rattled off four straight goals to take the lead, and then they ultimately lost a winner winner with 25 seconds left for uh, for Severna Park. But I mean, again, it's that that's a very it's a very young team, and that's you know for a team that's never been there before versus a team that's basically there every year. Pretty, pretty it's impressive a, way to yeah. Way to make they it, they make showed that the gap is pretty small there. Yeah, and were, were they more devastated by the way they the game ended and and they lost, or were they more like okay, this is a good? I mean, of course they're going to be upset right yeah. after the game ends, but um, were, were they more like okay, this is a good experience and and one to grow on basically? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely both. Um, because the devastation obviously of like we had them right there. And you know we couldn't quite pull it out. And for the you know they they did have obviously some some seniors who you know who helped, but um, so obviously for them it was the end. But you know the the vast majority of that team is sophomores and juniors, so you know they'll they'll probably be back. Um, but then also you know and, and I talked to um, Brooke Wilson after the game, and she she was she was she had a pretty you know neutral kind of even keeled response to the whole thing. She was basically like you know like. We are a lot of our best players are very young. A lot of our best players are very young, and also, like, okay, we've had this experience now, we know what to do for next year and the year after that. Like, you know, we're expecting to be back here and make it at least as far, if not further, in the future because we we have this experience now. We know, we know what it feels like, we know what to do. And again, you know, it's like they they hung, I mean, they hung with again, you know, one of the best, if not the best girls across program in the state for all uh, 50 minutes. So, Yeah, and, and, the, and the Urbana boys uh, ran into a, a very good team in Broadneck. Ligonor played an overtime game in the state semifinals. So all, uh, Middletown ran into a juggernaut in, in, in Century Middletown mm-hmm. girls. So 
all of our lacrosse teams, I think, were right there. They they just uh, just victim of circumstance or just victim of just running into yeah <laughs> a, a state juggernaut. I mean, I mean the two uh the the two uh Linganore teams, both the boys and the girls, played by far the closest games, and uh and I mean they were they were right there the entire time. Uh, again, you mentioned the other game I covered, Middletown Girls Century. Again, Century is just a big power, so. Um, you know that was it was close for a little bit, but Centric pulled away. Yeah, I, I think so. Centric even beat Glen Owl, who's like a a, a, a major state power. Yeah. Um, they beat them by a goal. So, so Century was, was Century. Was I mean, a, yeah, that Century team was 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 yeah. kind of just clicking from the start. Right. So. Uh, uh, John, what, what's the makeup going back to the Ligonor softball? What's, mm-hmm. what's the makeup of this Ligonor softball team? A mix of juniors, seniors, young uh, young team. A good or, mix. Yeah. They have five seniors. Um, uh, a good bit of uh, good bit of sophomores contribute as well for them. So they have a good mix right now. Yeah. So they're they're in good shape. We were talking about lacrosse. I wanted to mention. I, I got to see St. John's win the MIA. Oh right, title. right, yes. And they, it was kind of it was a really good game. They beat St. Vincent Pilate by a goal. Got a big performance out of their goalie, Tyler Grove, especially down the stretch to hold on. Uh, it was a nice, exciting game. In the yeah, he made, a, he made a big save, right? Sure. He, made, he made the game-saving mm-hmm. save. Yeah, um, I'll say 20 seconds, 15 seconds, or something like that. And the, I'll mispronounce his last name, Perano. Perano. Perano Brothers. Yeah, yeah they, right. they came up big, as always, for them. And uh, So they had, a good, uh, they had a good night. And if we're talking about te- that kind of surprises, I kind of thought Urbana baseball would have a, make a run at it, and they had a heartbreaker. Oh gosh, you gotta you gotta feel win. for them just because. I mean, I, I I know Coach Fraunfelder and just just thought this was the year. They had mm-hmm. the pitching lined up. Their their lineup was great, and 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 you just sort of feel for them that, that, that they weren't able to break through. Uh, Sherwood though, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is, is everyone Sherwood? <laughs> yeah, right. Alexander knows. Uh, it's uh, always Sherwood. Uh, they're the bugaboo for. <laughs> For, for a lot of teams so uh but but the softball like we we talked about it the other night in the office here john like this like our team is very good and to take mm-hmm. nothing away from them but but it seems like they've had better teams that, that didn't get as far <laughs> yeah maybe some more talent um not that this team doesn't have talent but there's just something about this team they have i guess that bond everybody does their job yeah. and they make they uh they're playing really well together right now so and and let's not forget about walkersville softball team that made the, the state semis a little a very young Walkersville team. Yeah, right, with with uh, basically half the team, if not more, being freshmen or sophomores. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we have state track and uh, tennis going on right now. Uh, a couple champs on the first day of the um, of the track meet with uh, Ava Allen of Middletown, a sophomore. Uh, uh, youth seems to be uh, a recurring theme here. Uh, she won the pole vault and the, the uh, triple jump in Class 2A, and Brody Buffington, the outstanding sprinter for Catoctin, uh, also a good jumper. He uh, he won he won the long jump uh, on uh, Thursday at, at the state track meet. So we'll have more on all of that next week. Uh, FCC baseball is 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 uh, playing in the uh, in the junior college uh, World Series, um, and the Frederick Keys season starts next week. So that's that's all stuff we could get in next into next week. Uh, thank you guys uh, for, for stopping in as always. And when we come back, uh, Billy Gross, uh, TJ baseball coach, uh, soon to be assistant principal, uh, will we'll stop in and we look forward to chatting with him. So stay with us here on The Final Score. Very pleased to welcome back to the program Thomas Johnson baseball coach Billy Gross. I, I don't want to call him Principal Gross uh, quite yet, but how are you, sir? 
I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, season just wrapped up uh, two days ago, so a little, uh, you know, not the ending we wanted, but, uh, you know, always a great season, you know, to be uh, one of the last uh, teams to be playing. This is your time of year, though, and that's why I want to ask you about it. I mean, you've been in the state semifinals four times now since, since 2018. Uh, in your nine seasons on the job, you've made the state semis almost ha- half the time. Just well, why, why do you guys play so well at this time of year? You know, uh, we, I, I tell our guys, it, it's not how we start. It is how we finish. Um, you know, it, it is a grind. You start, you officially start March 1. And you, you have your tryouts, March 1, 2, 3. You select your team and then day in and day out it is just a constant grind of trying to get better each and every day and that's how we how we approach it um you know we we are a team who practices uh monday through saturday um you know we do take sundays off obviously we have games mixed in there but uh uh you know we kind of break the season down you know we we have scrimmages at the beginning of the season that don't matter um and then we do have games but at the same time, those games are getting you ready for the playoffs. Um, you know, my, my very first year, 2014, we finished five and 15 in the regular season, but you can just see, you know, we're progressing, and then we go on a little run there, and you know, we we end up winning the the region that year, um, and that really solidified my thought process on how to go about season to season. Um, it's not about you know, coming out of the gate hot. It's about finding who you are throughout that season to where come game, whether it's 19 if you decide to play only 18 games or game 21, are you playing good baseball at that time? And we've been very fortunate enough to be in that position more often than not. But but since you guys don't always come out of the gate hot, people tend to overlook you or they forget about you. I, I think this season was a perfect example because pitching – dominated the discussion all season here in Frederick County with the nine division one pitchers. You guys didn't have a division one horse, but yet you're the last team standing. I, here you are again. It's, it's not how you start, how, how you finish to, to, to your mantra there. So uh, do you feel like you sort of get lost in the shuffle sometimes with, with, with all the chatter about every other team? Um, I would welcome that for <laughs> any year to get kind of lost in that shuffle. Um, do, do your guys welcome that? I, you know, early on they do kind of like nobody's talking, and I think, boys, it, it doesn't matter who's talking now. It's what what are, what are people saying at the end of the year um, with it all? I know uh, the one year that we would have probably had a lot of talk was the uh, the COVID year. Um, you know, we had a lot of people coming back from that 2019 team that uh, made it to the, the state semis again. Um, and, you know, we were we were ramped up. You know, we were excited uh, for that season. And unfortunately, you know, not just us, but across the state, we, lo- we lost uh, the entire spring sports season there. And so, you know, I've never really had the experience of having the target per se. Um and, but, but that's uh, good though, right? And 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 I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, it, it's actually uh, it's uh, ironic because I was uh, talking with um, Coach Fraunfelter from Urbana, and he we were talking about just how you know difficult it can be when you have those high expectations um, right from the get go. It and, creates and, pressure, doesn't and it? You, yeah, and you've got to meet it day in and day out. Um, and you know if if you don't if you know you can win a game and people are still like. 
well, that was that was too close of a game, you know, like that 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 shouldn't that score shouldn't have been. It should have been higher, you know. And you, it's, you, it's, you can never do enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I I I love I, I will welcome the underdog or you know being passed over all the time. Um, and this year, um, you know, our season and I think a lot of people's seasons were being overshadowed by just how much pitching there was in this county. H- have you ever seen that before? No. I mean, it, it's to have the number of guys in in one county. You know, like that. And, I mean, you guys put together a, a fabulous article on all of it. Um, great kudos to you all. But, you know, it, it speaks volumes of what Frederick County baseball really has to offer uh, from top to bottom. And, you know, we as coaches, I've always said, you know, our teams here are so battle-tested. And if you can just get out of this area, I mean, that that in itself is highly successful season alone. Um and this year is a case in point. I mean, it, it you were every team was battle tested. If you didn't see one of the top arms at least once or twice uh, in your season, I mean, I, kudos to you on how how you were able to work around that many arms. Um, I mean, we we saw Ben, we saw um, Drew, we saw uh, Keegan, we saw uh, uh, Brendan Yegish. I mean, we 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 saw them all. Uh, the only the only ones we didn't have to come across were. Uh, um, Catoctin and Brunswick, I think, um, when it was all said and done, uh, because every other team we we came across one of their arms, and it was uh, it was fun. Uh, you know, I, I told our guys, man, you, you're never going to see this possibly again. You know, have to c- come across that many arms in a single season was uh, it, it was fun. Well, yeah, what'd you tell you guys about their approach at the plate facing this many good pitchers? So. You know, our approach at the plate was uh, an interesting one this year. Um, you know, it was – I'm telling them, boys, we, we've just got to put the ball in play. You know, challenge the defense to make plays because, you know, you, you get arms like that and defenses can can kind of relax a lot of times because they're not expecting balls to be hit um, and definitely not balls to be hit very hard. And so, you know, if, if you can put the ball in play and kind of get them when they're kind of back on their heels, uh, it, it can produce something. Now, with that being said, um, even with those guys pitching, I mean, we, we made every attempt to put the ball in play, but they, I think every time we faced one of them, we had double-digit strikeouts, uh, which just spoke volumes of who they were. Uh, but, again, kudos to our team and just our ability to fight, find a way to keep a game close, Um you know, get through a game, and more often than not, uh, be on be on the right side of it along the way. Yeah, I mean, you guys were able to beat Urbana. Uh, you guys were able to beat Tuscarora with with uh, with with Ryan and uh, Drew uh, DeSanto. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you beat um, uh, you beat Ligonor. Uh, you guys just every every time that someone counted you out, you guys or were to overlook you per se. You guys would come through as you as you often did. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we tell our guys, um, you know, we are built on good pitching and solid defense. Um, and, you know, our guys know the best pitch in baseball is a strike. Like I would rather see a kid hit a ball 450 feet than you throw four balls in an at bat, um, make them earn everything. And our guys have bought into that, you know, they will throw strikes and, and we will, you know, either make plays or every once in a while we will we'll strike a kid out uh, along the way there. But, you know, we're constantly challenging the other team. Hey, you're going to have to beat us 
okay? We're not going to just give you free passes to where it, it only takes one hit to score a run. It's going to take you two to three hits per inning to put a run up, if not more. Um, and two days ago, you know, we, we made a couple mistakes in the field. And This is uh, the semifinal. State, you, yeah, you lost the Chesapeake 6-2 to two, correct, uh, in, in the it. state semifinals, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we made, we made a few mistakes in the field. And, and, again, credit to them. They took advantage of that, and they, they were able to get an, another hit here or there and thus producing those runs. But um, it, it's um, that's kind of how we've been built from the start with me. Uh, you know, we need to be – Sound defense and throw the ball in the strike zone, and uh, we'll, we'll get our timely hits when we need them. Yeah, but how do you generate the belief? How, how do you get the guys to be, to believe and have the confidence that they're going to come through in, in in the big moments? So, you know, practice for us is huge, and I, you know, I, I go back to the very beginning. There, Monday you know, through Saturday. Monday yeah. through Saturday, but we're we're constantly putting um, putting pressure on them in some way, shape, or form, whether it's through a drill. Uh, uh, practice session, um, you know, I, I will get up, not up on the mound, but I'll get behind and I'll throw, you know, a, a simulated game type type situation with them, and you know, we'll, we'll put situations in place. My um, my top assistant, uh, Roger Prince. I mean, he's constantly finding ways to challenge a defense. Um, we'll we'll put a tee up uh, at home plate, and our infielder or our outfielder, sorry, you know, have to just keep hitting ground balls in different areas and, and we'll kind of set the tee in a different place for them or we'll do a soft toss where they've got to hit the ball hard on the ground to where our, our infielders are challenged to make plays and hey now we've got a guy on second base with no outs you know wh- what are we going to do with this situation um the the more times we can put those situations into place in practice and then all of a sudden it gets into a game our guys know how to read it know how to react to it and we're not we're not. We don't. We don't feel any pressure uh, with it. It's. Hey, we've been doing this every week. Right. You know, we've seen this. We've seen this play pan out type deal. And, and that's what practice is for, right? To, to, to create the muscle memory, to to give the kids experience and moments that they're going to face during games. Then when it happens during games, it's like, oh, we've seen this before. Correct. <laughs> you know, and, and I think uh, we we experienced a perfect example of that um, right before playoffs started. We. We got away from practicing our um, first and third early steal defense, and um, we we kind of sat down. We're like, hey, we got to bring that back because that that's an area, especially in playoffs, that could you know cause some havoc and get a run. And so when we we came back to it for a practice, I mean, it, it was atrocious. <laughs> you know, if you talk to any of our guys, I mean, our our pitchers were a mess, our defense was a mess on executing it, and and I can obviously talk about this now because the season's over, <laughs> but um, you know. And so it was one of those things like we're hoping that, hey, this is going to maybe be a 10-minute session at practice. And it ended up being a solid 20 to 30 minutes. And we were fine with that because we knew this is something we've got to get down. And, hey, we'll spend the extra time here today to ensure that we're all on the same page again with it. Um, And we told the guys, hey, we're going to revisit this probably tomorrow. But the goal is it's it's built in for 10 minutes only tomorrow. But – you know, it's it's creating those environments to just like you said that muscle memory of knowing exactly what you need to do, how to execute it, and um, where to go moving forward. So you guys are the personification of it's a process, <laughs> it's it's a grind, it's a process. All those sports cliches, you guys personify that, but but it but it works. I mean, you show that it works. <laughs> it does. Um, you know, and credit to our guys, they come day in, day out, 
and are willing to face that grind with us. You know, whatever we throw at them. You know, I'm sure there are days where they're mumbling stuff under their breath, like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this again. What is Coach Crow's talking about? Yeah. Um, But when it comes time to work, they are willing to put the work in. And you can't, you, I could not ask for a better group, you know. And, and truth be told, year in and year out, you know, we, we, they come ready to work hard for us. Um, one thing that we've always prided ourselves on since I took over the, uh, the program was we've never been one and done in the playoffs. You know, we've at least won one um, throughout that every year. And, it is. It's that that prep, that that grinded out mentality of, hey, we're we're never done, guys. We're never out of it, you know. And until that last out is made, there, there's always a chance. Right. The the thing that strikes me about your team too is it is it's focused. I mean, you, your team seems to always be able to focus really well. You don't care that you guys don't get upset that no one's talking about you or writing about you. You, you don't care that you're not in the headlines. Some teams, some kids, that that might bother. Hey, why is no one talking about us? People, the, the old they get, gets the old chip on the shoulder and stuff but but your team's ability to focus in the right moments how do you develop that you know, for us I've always said hey we we have to focus on on us individually you know we can't handle what others do um it, it's the same thing even in games you know guys yeah hey I know you thought that was a strike okay but that that's out of our control Right? We've got to control what we can control. We can control our effort at practice. Right? We can control our emotions. Right? Um, you know, if if we can keep both of those under control and in check, like, I, I feel confident at the end of the game we're we're going to be in a game. And whatever happens on the outside, whatever people say about us, do whatever. No, we've got to stay within ourselves, know our roles, um, and and that. That's a huge part of our teams is our guys know what their role is on our teams, um, and they've accepted them throughout the years. Um, sometimes that, that can be very difficult. You know, you're bringing a group of kids together who, you know, nowadays they're not all playing together in the summer. Um, you know, they, they come together for their high school season, and you, know, you have to have those tough conversations of, yeah, I know you played shortstop for your summer team or for this team. I need you here, though. Right? This is where you're going to benefit our team, and we're going to get the most out of our team by you, hey, maybe having to play here for us. Do you have to actively police that, though? And, and what I mean by that is, like, with social media out there, all it takes is one kid to uh, fire off some tweet or fire off some Facebook post or something, and then your whole Apple cart is, is flipped over. I mean, do you have to actively – Stay on the guys and offer reminders that hey, we need to be locked in we, here and stuff. We we um we often talk uh the the day before games and you know I, we try and get as much intel as we can. You know I'm I'm not big on getting you know spread spread uh, sheets out or hit charts all that everything like that. I just wanted to kind of remind the guys hey remember we are playing you know Tuscarora they're they are a very solid program they are well coached okay. We've got to control what we can. I don't want you to get in a mess on Twitter or social media with them. Okay, we've got to be us, be true to ourselves. Okay, if if they want to go that route, and to my to my knowledge, Tuscarora has never been that way. And you know, baseball is a very tight knit uh, community in itself. But um, you know, we we just control what we can, and 
we'll, we'll take care of business, hopefully. What, what, are, what are the repercussions if someone sort of breaks the team credo? Um, <laughs> you know, it, it is, it's, a, it's a conversation, no doubt, with, with me, um, first and foremost. Um, you know, and for me, it's more of that, the educational process of, hey, where, where were you going with that type of deal? Uh, you know, because you're not just impacting you, you're impacting your teammates and you're impacting, you know, this program. Uh, you know, we've, we've built ourselves off of, just like I said, that hard work, that, uh, that grind. And th- that's not, that's not what we're about here. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've had a, a few in my, in my, my nine years. Um, but I think two, um, over the last four to five years, I've had really little issue. But I think that's also due to as you, as you go through the process as a coach, you know, the players, the parents, the community starts to understand like, yeah, that that doesn't fly here, you know? right? And, and, and they and they know it, and, and it helps are. that you win too. You have a track record to show that what we do works, right? And, and, and you know, you can ask any coach. You know, win, winning solves a lot of problems, and winning will kind of eliminate any um, headaches uh, that, you know, whether it's players, community, p- parents, like there, there's not much that can be said, you know, if, if winning is occurring. But Right, yeah, because you could say to the kid, do you want to go to the state semifinals? You, you, you want to win a state championship like you did in 2018? This is, this is what has to be done. And then it's easier to, to get the buy-in, so to speak, to get the kids to do it. It is, um, you know, and – to, to have that piece, it, it's important. But, you know, we we continue to go back to, guys, hey, you know, we don't know what the season is going to pan out to be, but we always fall back to our roots of we're going to practice hard, okay? We are going to compete day in and day out within ourselves, and then that will translate on, onto the field. And I, I, I've said, you know, at the end of the day, uh, whether we win or lose, did you bring, you know, your best? Right. And can you honestly leave this place saying, hey, you know, I left everything I could out on the field? Who were your horses that made your team go this year? Um, you know, you, you've, got, you've got Ben Perch, who's just a three-sport um, athlete for us uh, between football, basketball, and baseball, who is, you know, he, he's kind of the, the vocal piece of the team. He will uh, – kind of get people up, get them moving. Um, he's also that, that guy who is going to – he's going to lead by example, though, as well. Just, you know, hey, I'm out here sweating, grinding, putting in the time just like everybody else. Um, you've got Jacob Nath, who is just a steady guy. Like, you know, you, you know what you're going to get out of him day in, day out. Ultra competitive kid. Um, he, he won't – be a, a super loud rah rah guy, but it's one of those guys where if if he's speaking, it's like well we we need to stop and listen. <laughs> you know, all, all the guys are like, okay, he he's saying something. Um, you know, uh, I think Danny Danny Orr was was on his way this year to really becoming one of them as well. He he uh, had a little slide back with the uh, his uh, ankle. Is that is that Jacob's brother? That is Jacob's brother. Yeah, um, but um. You know, he was there as well, and uh, you know he did. Uh, when he was out, he really took on a coaching bench coach type of role. Of hey, we're in this. Let's go, boys. Like we're okay. Um, and 
when, when he did go down, we were concerned, like, hey, are, are we, how big of a drop-off are we going to take? And um, we actually, in my eyes, it, it was almost like a blessing. We actually, I felt like we got better and stronger as a, a cohesive unit just because of him dropping off. Other guys knew, hey, I've got to step up. You know, and I got to fill this role in. And him supporting them along the way was huge. Um, you got another one just in uh, Luke Chapel, who just is a guy who's going to go out there, go about his business, and then every once in a while he'll just um, be a, a wild card and like be a little spark plug out of nowhere. And you're like, whoa, Luke, where, where'd that come from type deal? Um, and then, truth be told, the, the last one uh, doesn't say much at all. But um, Jacob's uh, younger brother, Caden Knapp, um, not many people know he was a freshman this year who caught every single inning for us at the varsity level. And there were numerous times umpires would come up to me and just c- commend him on his presence behind the plate and uh, the, the big-time plays back there. And, and I'm not talking about throwing runners out. I'm talking about blocking balls, keeping, keeping runners in check. Um, not allowing them to get the extra base. Um, those are those those leadership qualities that you know you don't vocally see, and a lot of people who don't know the game won't necessarily see. But you know, coaches, umpires appreciate it. You know, I'm I'm one who sees it constantly. But his his hard work and just constant grit back there. Uh, yeah. A- any regrets? Any kick yourself moments about the semifinal against Chesapeake, or we, did you just run into a um, the, the wrong team on the wrong day? <laughs> yeah. You know there. Really, no regrets. I think there was there's one one p- play in particular that was it occurred one pitch ahead of what I would have would have was was going to do. Um, you know, I was there and I'm thinking, hey, this is a great opportunity for a hit and run. And on that, I was like, we're going with it next pitch. And that pitch just so happens they um, I forget who hit it uh, off the top of my head right now, but hit a hard ground ball to shortstop. And they end up turning two on it. Um, and um, afterwards, I'm like, man, we go one pitch early, hit and, ru- hit and run. Who knows? You know, that hole opens up. Now we potentially have first and third in that situation. But, you know, it, it was a great game. You know, we played a, a, a great team in Chesapeake, a, a very storied program. You know, they're, they're there a good bit as well coming out of the, that side of the region and whatnot. But, um you know, we, we faced a great arm. Uh, the kids going to Moorhead State. So, you know, just once again, another D1 arm that uh, we came across <laughs> at the end of the day there. But uh, at the end, you know, baseball is it's not an easy sport. Everybody, I think, knows that. Uh, you know, you're trying to hit a, a round ball with a, you know, a, a round object there, you know, sort of, um, cylinder object. So it's not, it's difficult to succeed uh, day in and day out and, you know, on Tuesday, it wasn't our day. Yeah, I wanted to ask what the moment was like for you personally, just because many people know, many people might not know, this was this was your last uh, season as uh, TJ's baseball coach. Uh, bit bittersweet, I'm uh, I'm sure in many ways. Uh, uh, coach Gross here will be an assistant principal at, at TJ starting in uh, July. It's an opportunity you've sort of been in training for 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 qu- uh, quite a while now. Uh, you've you've worked. I, I see you at athletic events in your sort of the administrator on site, uh, op- opening things up and, and turning off all the lights and stuff like that. Just 
what, what have these last um, nine years meant to you, um, uh, coaching at your alma mater, and, and, and what do you look forward to about your next challenge here? So, um, well, I, I was a Frederick High grad. Or, so I'm, so, I'm sorry, okay. Frederick, Frederick High. That's okay. I know. I, we, I could get, get in a lot of trouble there. But, uh, but um, no, it, you know, these nine years, um, you know, I, I go back to the very beginning of it all and well was it weird for you coaching at tj since you graduated at so, frederick high yeah so i remember i was, um i assisted phil back in 2013 phil at rhodes frederick, yeah at frederick yeah. high uh phil rhodes and um you know word got out that coach Foyt was going to be stepping down from uh tj baseball who once uh, another you know guy who 20 plus years of coaching um and uh you know phil said hey you need to go after that you know you are you are ready for it and whatnot. and so but we're like coach it's tj <laughs> though <laughs> and and you know he he we joked about that yeah and they're out and he just said no it, it's not about that you know it, it's about leading you know young young kids and and teaching them you know not just the game of baseball but the game of life and I would have to go back to my days of playing under him, and that's exactly what it was. It was more than the game of baseball, and that's how I've I have viewed it. I know that's how a lot of um, the coaches throughout the community I think view high school athletics. Is yeah, you know, you, I don't think you can have any coach in here that doesn't say they'd love to win a state championship. Every single one would love to win a state championship, but I think the impact goes beyond the wins with kids um, and. So to be able to present that, you know, to an, another group of kids and knowing that, you know, Phil was already doing that there, um, I wanted to provide that for a group. Um, and so when um, it came open, um, I applied for it and uh, Coach Nibs, uh, Steve Nibs, uh, you know, uh, elected to go with me at that time. And uh, it, it's been a fun journey ever since. Um, uh, you know, we've had a turnover in athletic director with uh, Mike Chavez over there now, who um, you know has been nothing but uh, fabulous in answering any call that I need <laughs> uh, w within the program there. But uh, it it's been a fun ride, fun ride to be able to coach amongst uh, the other nine coaches here in Frederick County. Um, it's it's been great. Those just those pregame discussions, postgame discussions with them. I'll remember them. Uh, and, and I'll remember just you know, the amount of amazing players that have come through just in my nine years uh, of time there. You know, uh, you, you got a kid, uh, Trey Lipscomb, who just, you know, SEC um, first team. You know, you got Jacob Wetzel, who is um, playing pro ball right now. You've got um, Paul Selly, who I think is um, uh, up for a huge award right now over uh, at With the, the Tigers. Yeah, and, you know. You, uh, I was talking. Yeah, you got Brady, and then his uh, younger brother Christian. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, I, I have I've Jacob Orr, you know, who's now a Big Ten champ <laughs> with Maryland, and uh, you know they're vying for it to host a regional. And Zach Martin is there with him. Matt Cunningham is there with them. So all these pitchers you face this yeah. year that are going on to school. Yeah. yeah. So the the ability to you know, have all of these stories to share with others and to remember um, not just of my guys but the entire county it's it's something special no doubt yeah the the state title in 2018 what what are the big memories from from that year that that 
team, it was another perfect example of just a team who, hey, we are getting better day in, day out, guys. You know, we. What was your regular season record that year? Um, I think we were, let's see here, we finished, what, was it 15 and 8 or 17? So we we had to have been 13. Thirteen and seven, somewhere okay. in there, I think. Yeah. So again, you know, so, so, a, solid. Yeah, solid. you know, an up and down year, but uh, you know, uh, we started to do what we normally do and start trending up at the end of the season. But um, that was a that was just a phenomenal team. Um, you know, all of them were there for each other, uh, and you know, they they're still they'll send me messages. Some of those guys, you know, a couple of them were actually back. Uh, for the game against Bel Air, and you know they're coming up to me pregame and they're shaking my head. Good luck, coach. You know you got this. Um, you know another one who was a year before that, Ryan Barry. You know I'm getting a message from him saying, "Hey, coach, you mind if I come uh, long toss on the field and everything?" You know, just the ability to stay stay in touch with those guys along the way. It, it's a great thing, and I and I told those guys, this is something you'll never forget. I mean, you guys can get together 10, 15, 20 years down the road, and you're, you're going to remember that special little run there. Um, and that's exactly what it was. It was a, it was a fun run. Um, the, the parents were amazing. The community, uh, TJ community, were, was all all in with us at that time. Um, it, there are days I will I'll, I'll sit back and just kind of remember you know, that, that moment. So. Was school administration, was that always in your future? Did you know you wanted to do that? Or, or when did that sort of path so, start for you? You know, I it started first with athletics and this idea of, you know, like athletic director sounds like a, a, a job I would enjoy doing at some point in my life. Um, and so a couple years ago, the opportunity was presented to, you know, assist Mike as assistant athletic director and um, had the opportunity to um, take that on with um, Brian McGraw. And so uh, both of us are, were taking that and, and helping with Mike. And so already kind of learning the ins and outs of that piece of it. And then this year uh, I was presented the opportunity um, to take on this acting um, assistant principal role in November. And, you know, I viewed, viewed it as just another challenge, you know, hey, this is a challenge I want to see if I can be successful at. And those are, those are the conversations I have with my own kids. I have with our own players. Like, are you going to step up to a challenge and accept it and put forth everything you can to it? And when that was presented, um, it, there was a, a conversation with my wife, no doubt about it. And uh, she, she said, you know, hey, you, you can go one of two ways with this. You can take it, fail miserably, and, hey, they, they – put you back in the gym and you're teaching phys ed again, or hey, you can show them what I know you're capable of doing and see what happens with it. And um, so having her blessing uh, on that really gave me the confidence um, to, you know, put forth, you know, my, my best effort. Uh, and that's where I've been ever since with this position. So uh, then as we're progressing through this year, uh, I'm getting, uh, you know, Hey, you're you're doing a hell of a job with this. You know, you really need to think about maybe pursuing this. And you know, 
to hear those things, it's great, no doubt about it. But there's also in the back of my head of, yeah, but I know like I can't coach if I do this, and I yeah. really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to ask you about that because, like you said, administrators can't coach. Though you won't be completely detached and removed from it, are you are you sad to be getting out of the sports realm of the job? Um, I'm, I'm not. I won't say I'm sad. I was very um, excited at the opportunity to get to um, continue to do what I'm doing now at TJ. That was kind of a, you know, you you can be placed other places uh, with within uh, that position, and so I was. Wondering what was what would happen with there with that whole deal and will um, your boys go to TJ or uh, um no so right now we um we we just moved last year and so we are currently living in the uh, Oakdale um, okay right now gotcha. so yeah but um so I um I was like oh, man I don't I don't want to leave I've been putting in a lot of work with just not just the the baseball players but all the student body at TJ and I was hopefully getting getting the opportunity to stay there and that that was uh, you know, I, I don't want to say granted or allowed or whatever. It just it worked out that way, um, and so I I feel like I'm still going to be able to, you know, be there to provide some mentorship to not only the players but you know whoever ends up taking over the position at least somebody to, hey my door will be open if you need to talk you know about hey how did you deal with this situation or you know I've got I've got this player kind of going this route where. Where can I go with it? But and, and you'll still be going to the games. I mean, I I, I can't picture you not at I baseball will, games and stuff like that. I will be there. Um, you know my 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 whole family always showed up to these games. You know to uh, support me, and uh, I know for a fact that my my sons will still want to come to these games. There's no doubt they uh, they love coming. Uh, after every game. They, they're the first ones running out on that field in some way, shape, or form asking, can I go run the bases or can I go do this? Can I go help clean up? Um, which yeah, is you, can, you can rake the mound. You can cut the grass. We have was, all sorts of jobs exactly. for you. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was actually really funny. The um, state um, quarterfinal game, um, they, there was a group of kids that came out to the field, and uh, I told them, hey, see that tarp? Go get it on the mound, guys. Like, you're looking to do something. So, um, yeah, we, I, there's no doubt I'll be around the game. Um, and uh, I definitely look forward to uh, watching uh, our guys play. Yeah. Do, do you like this format, this playoff format with the state quarterfinal round? I mean, it sort of devalues the region because before you, had, you went through the region and then you went right into the state semifinals, the setup was a little different. Do you like that they added this state quarterfinal round? I, I think it – it provides a, um, a a better opportunity to see four better teams maybe in the state semifinals. Um, uh, obviously, it doesn't always pan out that way, but you know to go to eight region winners and then get that reseed format, um, it does. You know, you stand. Ch- it stands a better chance of getting those teams who have necessarily maybe better records, but they're going to dwindle down to the two better teams or the four better teams truly being in those semifinals and finals. Yeah, because before, to your point, you could have a really weak region, and then you have an unbelievably lopsided state semifinal game. Correct, <laughs> correct. No, no doubt about it. Um, and, you know, is there any perfect way? No. 
Right. I mean, you're you're always gonna have somebody that's not gonna be happy with the format. Um, you know, I I was one this year that was even kind of like, man, look at this. You know, both us and Tuscarora, you know, are both sitting with the identical records, and one of us is gonna come out of here. And you know, if if you looked at that point with the 16 teams remaining, um, we both of us had you know, two of the better records overall uh, um, amongst those that were left in the state. And it's like, man, we're taking each other out, uh, essentially. And I remember, you know, go, going to OB, uh, Coach O'Brien at, at home play, I was like, man, this is great that we're playing each other, but it kind of sucks at the same time. <laughs> you know, you, you had a great season, you know, we had a great season, and, and we're ending it now. And, and we got to face your pitchers again, Coach yeah, O'Brien. Right, right. right. Yeah. No, but – uh it is. It, it. I do like the format. I like the ability to, you know, to have a, a state game potentially at home. Um, you know, the, the environment that uh, we had on last Friday when we played Bel Air, it was it was awesome. I mean, you know, the, uh, the whole right side of um, the field is just packed with with fans from our our um, community. I mean, we had a a really solid student section. Uh, for the game um, and I mean they, they even came out when we played Tuscarora earlier in the week so I do like the ability to have that chance of hosting a, a, a quote-unquote state game um, so that was special I'll ask you to look into your crystal ball here and maybe answer something you can't right now but do you see yourself moving more in the principal administration direction from here or do you see yourself pulling back maybe and coming back to sports athletic director coaching and all that um right now i'm i'm going to uh maybe you don't know i i i do not know i do know one thing i'm going to commit to uh this position now that it is not just acting and not that i was acting in it um how long have you been acting so i've I've been acting since november okay all right (laughs) um but uh now that it is uh, official, um, you know I'm I'm ready to truly commit to this role and take it on, and uh, you know do it to the best of my ability and be willing to ask questions when questions need to be asked. You know, um, own mistakes when mistakes are are made. Yeah. And this the same same way I go about coaching, teaching, you know, and parenting. Uh, it, it's it's going to go into this job of, you know, when I make a mistake, I, I, I will say I made a mistake. I'm not going to try and cover my tracks. You know, I, I, t- I tell our guys, I tell my kids, own it. If you messed up, own it. Because, you know, that's going to build character. Um, and that's what's going to lead to success later in the road for you. Right, you'll 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 miss coaching though. So, I, oh, I, there yeah. is no doubt I'll miss coaching. Um, I I joked with the guys, you know, you're gonna see me around, and I I probably won't be quiet. Right, <laughs> you you'll hear me. And, and here's what you could do: you could get into a school administration, and you could change this rule where <laughs> where 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 administrators can coach. Uh, I I will I will let others handle handle that uh, that side of it right now. Um, you know, I uh, there there are sometimes I know when some uh, every every once in a while an administrator may need to step in as a uh, you know to help out in a, in certain situations and uh, you know if I am at that school at that time and that that is needed I would be more than welcome to help out and not just in the the 
realm of baseball. It'd just be sports in general. Uh, you know, I am, uh, I'm, I've always been a team first kind of guy. Um, and so, but, uh, if, if that thing gets changed, uh, that's another uh, avenue that I'd have to definitely talk with my wife because I, kudos, again, so much credit goes to her because when March 1 came, uh, we we knew this was going to be an interesting year with just the position I was in as um, acting assistant principal and head coach of a high school program um, with with two young boys. Uh, she She took on a lot. So. Yeah, but she's going to say no. I like you home <laughs> in the, in the evenings and on the weekends. I I don't I don't want you coaching. <laughs> well, yeah, and um, that would be great. Uh, but I I am currently coaching my son's eight uh, U team okay, right now, yes. and so I and, and so you can that, still get your fix. I, in. I'm still yeah. getting my fix in with the coaching, and uh, you know I've enjoyed that, and it's it has really humbled me. Um, you know, coming back down to that level. Um, it's it's been tough because we will have a practice sometimes after I'll have a high school practice and I'll have to come down to that eight U level and remember, well, I gotta take a step back here. We we don't know first and third defense. <laughs> you know, we're 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 working on, hey, remember guy on first ground ball to us hey we're going two with and it. these kids aren't throwing these crazy off-speed pitches yeah yet, as either. much as they yeah. think they are right yeah. yeah we got we got kids who are talking did you see that sinker coach uh, yeah that's that's called gravity right yeah <laughs> exactly are you, are you a tj guy billy now or are you a, still a cadet at heart oh my wow you are gonna ask the difficult question and, huh? and, and you can and i bet you're gonna sit right on the fence right i, I will tell you right now i I don't know what color it would make, but I would be probably bleeding both of them if you were to cut me open. So I don't red, know what a red, blue, black, and, and gold. I don't know what yeah, that would man. produce. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not a, an that, art that, person. That uh, could be a color of paint that we could put on the wall and, yeah. s- and see what it looks like. But um, so. no, I uh, I will always I'll always follow um, Frederick High as far as you know. If if we're not playing them in anything, I do like to kind of stay in tune with what's going on over there. But, uh, you know, as not only a coach at TJ for nine years, but now, you know, teaching there for another five and now taking this role, uh, there's no doubt there's a, a certain allegiance there too with it all. So, Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, we've been a pleasure working for, uh, with you for the last uh, nine years. Can, will you come back on? Can we can we have you back on to I, talk Frederick County sports, even though you're, you're out of the official high school sports if, realm? If you want, if you're willing to have me come on in here and talk sports, I love talking sports anytime. You know, I uh, I'm, uh, I took over for Phil as the 3A uh, West Region Director this year, and um, obviously with this role, I talked to uh, Jason Woodward, who is um, he oversees the whole uh, baseball NPSSAA. And I asked him uh, just yesterday, I was like, hey, you know, I know I'm not coaching anymore after this year, but I'd love to stay on as the region director if you'd be willing to. And he's like, absolutely. You know, we, we'd, we'd love to have you still stay within this uh, baseball fraternity. So you so, can't you can't break away entirely. I can't can't so. break away entirely. I don't think my wife kn- kn- knows that I'm going to continue to do that side of it. But uh, All right. Well, breaking news uh, here, on, here on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So. Coach Gross, wish, wish, wish you the best. Uh, Principal Gross, uh, wish you the best. Thanks for coming on, and uh, and we'll, uh, we'll have a great summer, and we'll t- talk to you again soon. So my thanks to Alexander Dacey, John Cannon for coming on earlier, talking Frederick County sports, and to all of you for listening. Uh, thanks for checking us out here on the podcast, and we'll be back 
with another episode next week on the final score have a great week everyone we